Hello, Boss Rebellers. Patty Dominguez here with Tim Wambeck, and you are listening to episode 116 of the Boss Free Society podcast. Now, you have to excuse me. I'm a little bit under the weather, but it doesn't matter because we are definitely committed to bringing you a show each and every single Monday and Wednesday. And on today's show, we have a very special guest, Daryl Hill, who has served as a trusted advisor and mentor to both Tim and I. And really what that means is if you don't feel that you are really advancing in your entrepreneurial career, it's probably because there is some kind of story running that you've made an agreement with. And have you ever thought that that may be the reason why things aren't going as well as they should be? So what we're talking about today is breakthroughs, commitment, integrity, honor, all of these great attributes that entrepreneurs that make things happen really, they demonstrate. So take a listen. You'll really enjoy this show and the insights that Daryl brings because this is what's been impactful, again, to both Tim and I um, in our personal careers. So please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already done so. And that is what makes you a Boss Reballer. Let us know what you are thinking on social media, Twitter. Our handle is at Boss Free Society. And we hope you enjoy the show. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Patty, we're back in the studio and we have a guest that's that's near and dear to both of our hearts, Mr. Daryl Hill. How you doing, Daryl? I'm doing great, Tim. How you doing, buddy? Outstanding. Outstanding. We're so happy to have you on. Patty and I both have uh, been coached by Daryl, and we're, we're excited to bring Daryl's expertise to the Boss Free Ballers. So here's the thing with, with Daryl, the, the thing that's most compelling, and thank you, Daryl, for your years of service in the Marine Corps. Um, I specifically love the the model of the Marine Corps, the way that, that you guys operate in integrity. I think that, to me, is super important. And in your coaching with elite entrepreneurs, what are some areas that you see are a glaring miss that most entrepreneurs have that elite entrepreneurs recognize and are and you're able to help them with i'd say um hey first of all i just want to say thanks to tim and you for being ballers yourself and what you guys actually have put together here is, is awesome i love listening to the podcast i've listened to a bunch of people that i've actually even worked with to hear them and their successes that's what really gets me up in the morning and i'd say some of the Big things about entrepreneurs that are doing big things and the people that are really ballers is they're taking action. For me, you know, it comes down to like the subconscious values behind who people are. And often my values are a lot of tend to the things actually that I've learned from the Marine Corps, which is, you know, the honor, courage, commitment side of things. You know, to have the the honor to go out and actually, you know, represent yourself and represent your country, represent your brand, represent, you know, what you actually stand for. And having the commitment to act, follow through on it. You know, Tim running 26 miles, 0.2 miles, or 27 miles. The guy ran over 26 <laughs> miles because he, he didn't, he wanted to make sure he ran his 26. That's, that's, the, that's the people that I work with. 
You know, the people are going to go, they're going to go not, not to the line. They're going to go through the line, you know, and that's one of the biggest things I've seen in the entrepreneurs that are out there. They're really doing big things, you know, is they're going through the line. You know, they're not just like, Hey, what, let me just, let me get close to the line and let me just stop. You know, no, they go through the line. They run through the line every single time and they commit to what it is they're going to do and they do it with integrity. You know, and, and that was the other side of it is also having the courage to actually step up and do whatever it is. So if you, you've got individuals out there and people say, well, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about whatever it is. Well, you know what? Fear is your friend in this case. And you need to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. And that's one of the big things that people act. Is there's a lot of talkers out there and the, then there's not very much action. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there and they might buy a course or they might get involved in something. And they, they call it failure, you know, and there's so many people out there and they're throwing the word failure out there. And I just looked at it as feedback, you know, because I, I'm no like overnight success story. You know, I, I spend, you know, it's the time and, and it's the athletes that I coach with and it's the, the mindset that I like actually being around is because, you know what, somebody like a Keenan Reynolds, you know, who just actually set the record for the rushing touchdowns to, to be able to get inside of somebody's mind like that, because that individual well, was running the football since he was five years old, you know, and that individual on Saturday night had the opportunity to actually even go past the, the guy's record who he's tied for right now. But instead what he acted from the one inch line, from the one inch line in front of his home crowd in Tennessee, which we, where he grew up like 200 miles away, he actually checked out of a play that coach had called to actually give him another touchdown. And he gave it to one of his other players. The, those are the individuals that have that kind of just, you know, that, that commitment to the team, you know, to, to have to, to honor not themselves, but to honor others. Those are the individuals that are out there that are making a difference. And those are the people that I work with. I don't have time for the shysters. I don't have time to deal with the people who are just looking to sell somebody something because they want to put more another car in their driveway, you know, or, or because they want to be in some flamboyant like Lamborghini or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, that's that's not who I'm looking for as an individual to actually coach and work with. And that's not who I attract because I really kick people's asses. I really do. And if, if it's like I have to physically do it, then I'll physically do it. If I have to mentally do it, I'll mentally do it. I'll do whatever it takes in order to get that person to get their mind right so they know when they're actually done, they're going to walk out that door and they're going to accomplish whatever it is. You know, Tim, you had run more than, I don't know, you hadn't run in three years. Within three days, you went out and ran five miles with me, and I, I kicked your ass doing it, and you Absolutely. bitched and complained the whole time. Right? And, and in my head, I bitched and complained. Here, here it is five months later or whatever it is. Now you're running 26, 27 miles because you wanted to make sure you, you ran through and, and passed the 26.2 miles. So, Patty, the, that's, the answer to your question is the honor, courage, commitment side of things is that entrepreneurs are, are committed, like a Jason O'Neill, to 1% a day. And they continue to actually strive and make improvements every single day because they're pushing the envelope. It's entrepreneurs like a Matt Bazak who's out there and finds himself in a situation. And he looks around. He finds out, I'm with the wrong crowd. These guys are a bunch of wolves, right? And he finds out that he's with these wolves. And he's like, I got to get out of here. He leaves the situation and flies home. And it's, I'm not talking about like he's making a 45-minute drive home. or No, he was in another country. You know, I mean, he was, he was in Europe. You know, and, and finds themselves in this wolf's den. And he looked around and he, he's like, man, I don't belong here. And that's when he realized that he was with the wrong crowd. You know, and he needed to actually find a way out of it. Have the courage to act, stand up for what he actually believes in 
and I go out to serve people. At the beginning, you talked about that elite entrepreneurs have awareness around their value system as it relates to their subconscious, right? At a subconscious level. Can you, for the people that are hearing this, can you explain in brief, what is the difference between conscious and subconscious? Like, how do you connect all that? How do you, how does one like a Matt Basak or Jason O'Neill or these elite entrepreneurs and athletes that you work with become congruent? That's a very good question. I'll give you the short answer behind that. The, The biggest thing is there's, there's three types of people out there. You know, and I love the Chris Kyle from the American Sniper and what he represented because that that in my sense is, is myself that's out there in the sense that like I want to be that sheepdog that actually goes out and actually helps those entrepreneurs. There's there's people out there that are sheep and those are the people that go out and actually just buy like certain products and services and things of that nature. And that's totally cool. And they're gonna go out there and they're gonna do their thing. And they're they're looking for leadership. They're looking for people to actually align with. They're looking for people that they feel have the, those actually values, right? And there's certain people out there, they might actually say things, you know, and I, I've, I've seen this in past companies. I've like, man, that guy just doesn't sit right for me. Or that woman said something like, I don't know, there's something about her. And, and you have to listen to that intuition and listen to that gut. And that's your values talking at a subconscious level. And if you're not listening to that, you're going to end up getting screwed, right? I mean, I've gotten screwed by people. You know, I know you guys have gotten screwed by people in the past. It, there's people out there that do that, and that's their MO, and, and that's, that's who they are. And, and you have to just realize, like, those are the wolves. Those are the wolves that are out there and looking to kind of feed on the sheep. You know, and what a sheepdog is all about is actually making a difference. You know, Patty, you do this podcast because it's a passion for you. It's a passion for Tim. I see Tim, how he goes around the country and helps handicapped families that are out there because you know, he's got his best friend Mike there and, and they go out and he wants to make a difference. You know, he, he's not doing it because he wants to, you know, drive a Lamborghini. You know, that's not his MO, right? He's doing it because he genuinely cares. And, and I feel that's one of those things that a lot of people, you know, they sell out. They, they think it's just about like, hey, well, let me just make this T-shirt or let me just make this thing or, or whatever it is because they want to make a buck. You know, it's, it's not about making a buck. It's about making a difference. I think, yeah, I think we all can agree on that, about making a difference. Uh, and obviously your, your whole uh, background is, is about making a difference. Um, being U, uh, U.S. Naval Academy, Marine Corps, I mean, all this. I, I, just, I think someone like you has so much to offer our listeners and our entrepreneurs. So you've coached both Patty and I. What kind of process could people get into if they're going to be going through coaching with you? I think the, the big thing is just to make a decision. They go in and make a change. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing is to get ready to be uncomfortable, you know, and, and realize that, hey, listen, you know, I, I'm ready to actually move forward. And I want, I want to have all those things they ever dreamed about. You know, I, they want to actually have that life that they see on TV, right? They, they want to have that life that, other, that they aspire that other people have. Just making a decision that that's what they want. When I when I sit down and I initially talk with somebody, I got on the phone with Jim Bunch, and this is a guy who's coached many you know people to seven figures, and he's a phenomenal business guy, and he's done awesome things with guys like Jan Osroff. And um, you know, to sit back and, and say to him initially, and it, he this is all going to be in the book that I have that's coming out and stuff. So nothing I'm sharing is um, something that you know people aren't going to hear about. But to ask him, hey, Jim, how, how do you know what it is that when you're done, the work that you're doing with me, 
that you actually got what you want. And he says to me, he's like, well, I'm going to be clear on where I'm going. I'm going to clear on who I'm working with. I see myself having an office and it's going to be close by and I can grab my surfboard and I can run down to the beach if I want to. And I can pick up my son in the afternoon from school and I can have my, my small staff and I can be working on the ultimate game of life because I want to make a difference. And I said, okay, great. You know, and I said, so once you're done and we actually get there, I want you to remember this now. And I wrote it down. But one of the funniest things as people do their work with me is it's almost like they get old amnesia. I call it cognitive dissonance because they often forget the original issue they actually came to me with, which is pretty funny. And they just think it's, oh, that's never me anymore. I don't know who you're talking about. And I'm like, no, do you remember this? And I just show them like my notes from like our initial call, initial initial thing we had. And they're like, holy cow. They're like, that, that's phenomenal. Because people forget, you know, because like, oh, this is just normal. I just go out and run 27 miles, right? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's normal. I get up like Patty does and does a rock star event and just a phenomenal job you know, in front of 500 people speaking. You know, that's just, a, that's just another day in the park for her. There is a time before that where she could never see herself doing that. And that's one of those things where you know, ask is like, it's just making that decision in your mind and saying, this is what I want. And I just take people through a process and help them actually get whatever it is, you know, and people have to be committed to that. And they actually really have to want to make a change. That's the biggest thing, right? And that's not me. That's them. They, I'm like a genie. You just come to me and ask me what you want. You got as many wishes as you want. What wishes would they be? And they sit down. This is what it is. This is what I want to do. And I say, all right, well, you got to be willing to make a change. And if they're willing to make a change, then I help them go in and actually rewire what needs to get wired. And then now all of a sudden, you know, they're breaking records or they're they're tearing up the stage or they're they've gone from zero to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month in their revenue. Crazy because that's what they wanted. That's what they came to me for. And that's the biggest thing is like write down what you want. If people actually knew if they have to get congruent in their life and wrote down their goals, then they would actually achieve what they got and they would write a lot more goals. And that's one of my biggest things I heart on people about is write your goals down, put them in your, put them in your future, you know, align yourself with them and just watch what happens. It's funny, I sit down, came across an old notebook. I went through the old notebook and it was actually goals I had written that was like several years ago. And I pretty much accomplished all but maybe one or two things that were actually on it. And it was a pretty long list. And I hadn't looked at that notebook in like years. You know, I was cleaning out my office. Paperwork I hate to do. I mean, that's honestly one of my, not my strong points is dealing with all that paperwork stuff. And I was sitting there going through it and I was like, wow, no kidding. You know, and I was like, there, there it was. And I, I don't know how many people I've ever heard tell me that same story where they had sat down and wrote out their goals and they hadn't looked at it in years. Sudden, so bam, they, they achieved all these awesome things they wanted to achieve. Somebody's an early entrepreneur. Right. Perhaps they're transitioning from a corporate environment. The listeners that we have, early entrepreneurs, people that are transitioning either with a side hustle. What are some of the common things that you see with a person in that state that really compromises them from being pushing through and finding success? There's a um, the book I'm actually launching is going to be called Money Blocks. And it's going to be getting into the seven secrets to unlock in your own safe in your mind. And that has to do with um, people often feel that money's not for me. Success, maybe not for me. Or money is hard to make. Or um, money brings uh, pain, right? Or money is money makes them a target. If they have all this success all of a sudden, what's going to happen? Because now all of a sudden, people are going to come after them, right? Maybe they've got a belief that's tied to some thing that's from their childhood and they saw somebody get robbed, yeah. you know? And they saw this person get robbed and they're like, wow, if, if I have money and I'm like that guy, then I'm going to get robbed. Right. And subconsciously, they throw up these blocks. And every time 
they're getting ready to break out and have success, all of a sudden the, the bottom falls out. And it's something they actually created themselves. And people call it um, self-sabotaging again. But the crazy part is they don't understand why. And that's my specialty is, you know, God's given me uh, the gift of, you know, having what's called, most people call learning uh, disabilities. I call them learning inabilities, learning, learning abilities, because it's enabled me to kind of see things backwards sometimes when it comes to looking at problems. So oftentimes I can actually see what the problem is before people actually even, I can see the answer to the problem before people even know there's a problem. So in, in having conversations with people, I thought everybody could do it. I thought it was pretty normal. But I have a, a really keen knack for actually picking things up that other people just don't see. Um, and especially if somebody's trying to do it by themselves and, and just let them know that they need to figure out like why that is. It's not that surface thing that they maybe think it is. You know, it, it's a lot of times something subconscious is actually some kind of block behind it. You know, there's, there's another entrepreneur I worked with and um, they felt that, hey, listen, if people find out that then they're going to think I'm a scam, scam or whatever. And I'm like, well, let me get this straight. You've actually helped people make hundreds of thousands of dollars with your copywriting skills, but you feel that you're a scam that makes no sense at all. <laughs> you're, you're teaching somebody how to do that, but at the same time, you're, you feel that because you're teaching somebody how to do it, because he actually didn't feel like he was worthy of it in a crazy sense. And, and we simply had to rewire that so then he understood that if he didn't go out and actually help all those people, that he was actually really doing more harm than good. Because there's a lot of people out there that are just going to sell people a bunch of crap and not really care. And when um, when basically he was able to get over that, you know, he went from zero to thirty thousand in the next month because his mindset had totally changed. So it's just it's that's that's some of the huge like differences. I mean, Jason O'Neill goes every day out there and he wants to serve. He wants to serve his community. Matt Bazak every day he wants to serve his community. And the people that are on his list and the people that are in his profit coalition, in his mastermind, he wants to serve them every day. And that's where he spends his time. And then he spends his time with them and he goes out and actually learns more stuff by going to different events and he networks and he gets more, he gets better at what he does. And that's the other 1% rule of just like Jason does every day is just daily improvement, you know, and, and somebody like a Brittany Watkins who goes out and, and she's made millions of dollars and she's actually gone out. And develop her own coaching platform and her own ability to actually coach people and work with people. You know, she came to me because she wanted, you know, help on some issues that she was struggling with. And after she, after we were done doing the work, she went and got married. And she never saw herself again married in her life. You know, she even told me that in her first call. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was a big video. For so it's nothing I'm sharing. Again, you, you know, all this is, it'll be in public. You can watch videos on it. Um, but she's sitting there, you know, sharing that and, and she's having success now in areas that she never even thought she could have. All the people that you're talking about, the common denominator with all of them is, is a mindset shift, right? So what are some of the things that our listeners can take that can help them with that mindset shift besides, you know, just making a decision? Like what are some actionable things that they can do that will help them move forward? Well, actual um, items right off the bat, there's this website called Amazon. It's amazing. <laughs> it's some awesome books on there. I, th I think I've heard of that one. Right? I, I would suggest right now is like if you've got cable television, get rid of it. I have cable television only because my son is age right now where I don't want to go to a bar and watch a football game with him. And I just like I haven't watched anything else besides that. That's it, literally I don't watch anything. I get involved and I spend time with uh, associations. And, and I'd say and the biggest investment they can make and in actually is get around the right people. Exactly. Uh, and that's that's how I met Patty originally. 
was I, I stretched myself and I got involved with Russell Brunson's mastermind. And it was a stretch for me at the time. You know, and it was a stretch. The, the people who stretched the most out of that got the most out of it. It's crazy how that works. And um, since going through that, I met amazing people because I was around somebody like Russell who attracts amazing people, you know, and, and he constantly wants to go out and give and serve, you know, and I would say to get around those type of people. And if it's an investment, that's a, that's a way to keep the, the – I love Matt how he says this. I got him credit. He's like, if you want to fly with the Eagles, you got to you gotta get rid of the turkeys. <laughs> He's like, you got to let the turkeys go and fly with the Eagles and spend time with those individuals that are out there soaring and they're doing awesome stuff, um, is to get around the right people. So it's about what you're putting in your mind, whether it's a CD you're listening to in the car, whether it's a podcast you're on, whether it's a book you're actually reading, you know, whether it's a movie you're watching. You know, I like to watch a lot of in- inspirational stories. I watched one. It was a Disney movie the other day. It was called McFarland. It was about runners. They were out there picking cotton in the feet, uh, not picking cotton, but they were picking, uh, I think in this cabbage that day, they showed a video of them picking cabbage. And I watched this coach and he went from being a high school football coach. And then he got, he took the only job he could actually get. And he went down and got to coach uh, football in McFarland, which is in the middle of nowhere where everybody there are called pickers. And these people go out every day before the sun goes up and they pick way past to the sun actually goes down. And I wouldn't last the day out there. And especially not with my body. It's just some beat the hell. Um, you know, I, I after playing so much football and wrinkle stuff, I mean, like I, I could not last I, I wouldn't last four or five hours probably out there. I mean, I know I could do it. I would tough it out just because that's who I am. But my hat's off to people every day in this country who get up and kick ass and go out and take names and and, and put in for their family. Yeah. And, and all I'm saying to those people that are out there listening to this is you just need to use that same tenacity and that approach to doing it for yourself, to put in every day 1% into what you're going to do for yourself. You know, just a small amount. It's not an elephant like, hey, I need to eat the whole thing today. I mean, just do one thing. Set, set three goals every day. You know, it's something I learned from Jim is it's like set a happiness goal. You know, something you're going to do today, it's going to make you happy. You know, set, set a goal today that's like, hey, this is something I'm actually going to do for my health. And do those goals every day. And the wealth one, that's easy, right? Hey, it's like make another connection. Go to a networking event. Read a book. Be- become a Toastmasters so you can get you know, involved out there in speaking. Listen to, listen to a podcast. Hours and hours of content from people you guys have interviewed. They're multimillionaires and ballers. And you know th- those people are out there and they're giving and they're putting the information out there. And I say that's one of the biggest common themes of a sheepdog is they're a servant. You know, they're a servant first. They, they're looking to give. And they, they really, it's, yeah, yeah, they make a living because they, people hire them to do certain stuff, but that's not what, that's, at the end of the day, that's not why they do it. You know, they do it because they want to serve. They do it because they care. With everything that you've worked on, the, the elite entrepreneurs and athletes that you have had the privilege to work with, what's next? So for 2016, what are projects that, that, that you have on? Online? Projects that I actually have going myself right now? Yes. Okay, so I've got, um, I'm going to be like co-authoring two books, one with, one with Jim. I'm helping Jason O'Neill right now with his book. He's a client of mine, and it's pretty cool because we're working with Rob Kosberg, who we actually met through Russell's Mastermind, Yep. and Rob's a phenomenal individual. He's got a great company, and he really cares, and he goes out and kicks butt and takes names with making people um, number one sellers that are out there, and uh, working with his team has been a, it's been a lot of fun. And working with Jason, I really enjoy that. Me and Matt went out actually to his um, ranch for a day. I call it ranch. It's a 200 acres 
that after the work we did, he actually donated all to a nonprofit so he can actually bring people, Boy Scouts, entrepreneurs, give that opportunity. He wants to build a ropes course. Uh, he's going to build, you know, we went through his land on a four by four and we just, we just went through the whole thing, picked out what he was going to do. And it was so cool to watch that in place because 200 acres out in Alabama that he's basically donated to his own nonprofit because he wants to set it up for, you know, kids to come out and do ropes courses and kids to actually come out, enjoy the land and go hiking or go, uh, he's got, a, he's got a waterfalls and they have streams running through it. That's cool. I mean, it's like so cool. He's going to build like cabins out there for him because he wants to give back and that's, you know, that's where he's at and that's where he wants to serve. So being a part of working with, you know, him and we actually went out there and wrote the book. We wrote his um, internet millionaire mindset book and uh, that's in the works right now. Uh, continue just to help more people that are out there that they are those elite entrepreneurs that want to actually step up to that bat and achieve whatever it is they want to do. That's that's what I'm doing, and my hands are pretty full. And if you <laughs> if you can also just talk about your other project that you're working with, having served as a Marine in the war, oh, you work. Can you talk a little bit about that program and the vision that you have for that? Yeah, absolutely. One of one of my big shout outs goes to Tom Cavanaugh, who's actually was has been my coach and mentor now for about four years. And um, Tom taught me so much. And, and, you know, the first time I met Tom was it was almost like it was meant to be. And as I as I sat down and, and we got the chance to know each other, it was like four hours went by and it was like five minutes. And, I, you know, he was a staff star in the Marine Corps. He had actually you know gotten out. He had served in the 60s and into the 70s. And, um, you know, to, to hear somebody like Tom, who is also a wounded learner like himself, and he shared with me how he had done, like, um, this course on photo reading. And he shared with me on how um, it helped him actually read a book in, like, an hour. And for him, he actually reads, like, crazy. He, really, like, he reads, like, 10 books in an hour now, uh, maybe even more. This is a guy who, like, couldn't pass, like, college classes, and he was getting, like, he was barely getting C's. But it wasn't because he wasn't running through the line. It was just that we're, he, he just was that far behind uh, like his classmates and things of that nature. And I linked up with him and I locked arms. And I met this veteran named uh, Chris Goner. And when I met Chris, he actually um, had a service animal. And a service animal is for veterans who have post-traumatic stress. Those are individuals that came back from Iraq, Afghanistan. They were having trouble actually functioning in society. Uh, like, and, and there, it, it's, it's a heightened sense of awareness that actually happens when people go in, in those type of environments and anybody that's ever had, you know, post-traumatic stress, whether, whether they've been a, a victim of a, a sexual assault or they've been in a gun violent, you know, battle in, in the, whatever city streets in, in this country, mm. um, th- those individuals as well have a form of like PTSD and it's this heightened sense of awareness. Right. Took somebody like Chris and Chris was actually no kidding kicked out of the Navy. And he was kicked out of the Navy because he had post-traumatic stress. He was sent home, sent back in. Um, it had been five years, and he was taking medications. He had 18 medication pills. He had a service animal. He saw the VA every week. He had a trauma specialist. I mean, he, would fail out of, he was failing out of school left and right, but they just kept him in school because of his, you know, he's a veteran and what he was doing. And um, he also uh, had gone through two divorces. And this is, this is a guy who I met, and I just instantly connected with him. As being a veteran myself, 11 years ago, my old platoon and my old battalion that went into Iraq, and I was not there at that point, and uh, five of my old Marines actually died, you know, this, this time of the month, actually, these days right here. I don't even want to say the names and stuff, but so this is always a tough time of the year for me. 
so one of the one of the big things for me is always about giving back. Mm-hmm. And when I when I met Chris like that, and I said, "Listen, got this guy, and I, and I know his program's actually going to be able to help you." And I went and uh, introduced Chris to Tom, and, and I was able to get Chris a free ticket to fly down there. And Tom put him up in his house at the time down in uh, California, in Southern California, and transformed his life. And I'm going to say this, and people are probably going to be like, that's full of BS, but you can go watch Chris's video on YouTube. In the matter of like 24 hours, Chris's life had totally changed. And um, he went back, and he called me. Chris called me the next week, right? And he calls me, it's like loud and stuff. And I'm like, where are you? And he's like, I'm in Las Vegas. I was like, you're where? He's like, I'm in Las Vegas. I was like, what are you doing in Las Vegas, first of all, right? This is a guy who could not take a piss without having his dog next to him. <laughs> and, I, and, and he told me Pele, that's his dog, was actually back in Washington. And I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, what is going on? Because I hadn't really, I had heard things went well, but I'm not expecting a call from Las Vegas, right? So, you know, bottom line is I saw this opportunity to then even get, learn more from Tom. And Tom and I, you know, we locked hands in the, in the next three years. We felt several other veterans. Um, and I connected the people with Tom. And, um, you know, I went through Tom's training. They actually trained me on. And I learned and he taught me. And, and he'll tell you I'm his best student because I perpetually always keep learning. I mean, wh- when, I, when I latch on to something, I'm like a pit bull. I mean, I, I just really, people wanted me to get involved. And Jason asked me to help me with a story, you know, in, in his book. So I went out and bought 15 books on how to actually then create the coolest, badass stories that are out there. I'm reading them right now. You know, because entrepreneurs, that's what they do, and that's who they are. You know, it's like the answers are out there in between the pages. You just need to pick up the book and look at them. That's That's right. right. That's great. And as I as I work with entrepreneurs now, is is I'm doing like a one for one program. You know, where it's like, hey, listen, I'm going to work with you, and that's going to also afford me enough time to actually work with this marine over here. And I've got a gunnery sergeant here in Annapolis that I linked linked locked arms with. And he, he actually was, um, had a big old service dog, Bear. And this guy is like a 150-pound pit bull. It's huge. And Gunny spent 20 years in the, um, the Marine Corps, retired, served in Bosnia, and also was in the FBI and did a couple other things I can't talk about. And um, as he was actually on the crash site, he calls the crime scene of Flight 93 uh, in Pennsylvania. And he was there going through the wreckage to find the black box because he was reporting to the President of the United States well as the director of the FBI and the CIA and everybody else to listen to what actually happened. Oh my God. You know? And this September 11th, when I couldn't get him on the phone, I got a little concerned, you know, and, and, and getting the chance to actually bring him into my office and actually sit down and help him actually release that anger and release that pain he actually had. And, and, and this individual would have no kidding, would just black out and, and get banned from stores or get banned from places because you know, he had that rage that would just come out and he didn't even know it was there, mm. you know, oh. and to sit down and actually help him let go of that. That's, that's what it's really about is to really make a difference. Cause some people are out there think they have a bad day because, Hey, I had this project went sideways or some sure. guy cut me off or my boss might be this or that or whatever it is. Guys, you don't know what a bad day is. Yeah. A bad day is when you have to actually tell somebody's mother or father, or you have to tell that Marine, he's never going to be able to walk again. Or that your your son's not coming home. That's right. That's that's a bad day. I'm gonna flip the script a little bit and ask a little different question than I normally do because you kind of I think you kind of answered it earlier. But um, what are three books that people should be reading right now that'll help change their mindset so they can start taking action on their dreams and goals? I'd say one of the um, especially people that want to be entrepreneurs are out there. 
the first book I always re- recommend is the first book I actually listened to because at the time I'd never read books because I was dyslexic and it would take me years to read it. It was, you know, it was, it was criminal. Um, that's why I took Tom's course. And now it's like totally changed. You've been in my office. I have like four bookshelves. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, without a doubt, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a, was a game changer for me to understand. It was like a whole new world. And I was like, wow, that's a huge difference. And I would say the next book would be uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You know, that was, um, that was a huge mind, mind game shift for me. And I'd say, honestly, one of the best books and one of the all-time sellers is going to be the Bible. I've read that the Bible a lot of times. I open up the Bible, and it's like that page is exactly what it is I was actually supposed to be reading. Um, maybe it's a verse or it's a passage that's in there that just kind of connects me where I'm at. Um, those, are, those are three great books. And I'd say as a bonus is a good friend of mine um, and one of my individuals I've actually worked with is a gentleman named Nick Peel. He's a phenomenal individual. He is the Celestine Prophecy. And he, he actually told me to read that book about seven years ago. Uh, and I did. And um, I connected with him. Um, and I read that book and it was a game changer for me. I was just like, wow, because every, you know, nothing happens by chance. And that was one of the biggest things in life is like, you just need to open up your eyes, set your goals and go after it. There it is. Thank so, you. Yeah, thank you, Daryl, so much for everything you do, the impact that you have on, on soldiers that have served our country, for the elite entrepreneurs and athletes. You have your hands full. And, of course, we'll be hearing more from you. And it would be such an honor to have you back on when your books launch to, to catch up with you because you have a lot going on. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, right, Daryl. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, Connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.